Hey, Morgan. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for uh, doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of been a wild weekend as far as the weather goes here in Michigan. True. Yesterday was like so bipolar. It was raining and at one point it was snowing and then it was sunny. It was strange. It was confusing. Yeah. It was very confusing. <laughs> um, so uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Are you from the Lansing area? Are you born and raised here? Yep. I was born in Lansing at Sparrow. Oh. So I guess as Lansing as it gets. <laughs> um, and I went to Hazlitt. Okay. So I've lived in the area basically my whole life. Cool. And now I live in Lansing. Where did you go so to school? Did you go to Hazlitt? Or? Yeah, Hazlitt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. And how, how was that experience? Um, It was okay. Um, Not bad, not good. Somewhere in the <laughs> middle, I okay. would say. The people, most of the people I really love and I'm still friends with. And it's like a unique high school experience, I think, because a lot of the people I met in college weren't still connected to their high school friends. But mm. I feel like even now... I'm 28 and I'm still friends with a lot of people from high school. Um, so that was a cool part, but also Hazlitt's like pretty non-diverse. Um, so really? that part kind of was unfortunate, but. That's yeah. kind of strange because like Okemos is pretty diverse. Yeah. Uh, and Okemos is like right there. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> happened, I guess. <laughs> I feel like all the people of color at Hazlitt kind of just were friends with each other and kind of stuck together. Mm. So that's partially why we're still friends now. Like I was with my high school friends last night. I will be tonight probably. So cool. And then, so did you go to, you went to college, you said? At Michigan State, yeah. Okay. What'd you go for? Um, for math. Mm, That sounds so boring. (laughs) (laughs) I love math. It's my favorite Uh subject. It's just the easiest most natural subject for What me. about it do you love? I mean, is it like you, you like somebody described uh, math to me because they do like accounting for a living. They're like, it's, it's kind of therapeutic in a sense because you can kind of have control over what you're doing. Yeah, I definitely like to be in control of the situation, I feel like. So that's one reason why I like it. I like that there's always just a certain answer. Like, you know, when you found the right answer, you've done the right work. Mm, it's um, satisfactory at the end. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. But not accounting. That's not my type of math. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, how old are How old are you? Twenty eight. You're twenty eight. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're the same age as I am. Yeah. Um, now, when did you get started in the in the weed business? You own a business, right? Yes, I own yeah. a business. It's called Ganja Girl. Um, I have been in the industry for probably about almost a decade now. I started as a caregiver. Um, at a local medical marijuana shop in Lansing before we had all the licensing and all these new laws and regulations. Just when there was the medical cards, I was a caregiver and I had five patients and I would grow cannabis for my patients and then turn that into edibles or topicals or concentrates. Um, And I just... What's a concentrate? Like uh, wax. um, Okay. Dabs. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So when did you, where did that interest come from? Um, I guess I've always been a consumer since like high school. I love how you said that. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I also, I'm just like, I try to eat healthy and exercise. I care about the environment and like taking care of the earth. So I've always just kind of been interested in natural medicine and plants for healing 
Um, but as a consumer, it kind of like takes it to another level. I was kind of just like a social smoker um, when I first started smoking. And then later in life, it turned into more of like, wow, this really helped me on a daily basis. And then I was just like obsessed with it, basically. What kind of things do you find that it helps you with on a daily basis, like anxiety, stress, those kind yeah, of things? Definitely all those things. But um, in general, it just improves my mood so drastically like CBD does as well. Um, so for people who don't like THC, I definitely recommend CBD because it does have like the same mood enhancing type qualities. That's the main reason why I like it. Um, not like super depressive person but it definitely just picks me up every day and like gives me a better attitude I feel like to conquer all the stressful situations <laughs> that I have to deal with in running a business now as far as CBD goes um you can get it with THC and without right yes correct now what what are the benefits of either one um so CBD is definitely good for everyone I would say any age mm -hmm. Um, what kind of things is it good for? Like, same thing, mood enhancing, um, anxiety, yeah. depression type things. But also, um, like my grandpa, for example, he is pretty old and he has a lot of aches and pains. When he takes the CBD, he feels almost nothing. Um, he has arthritis. So mm. that's one thing that I've personally seen um, it help a lot. My only employee, Mary, her... Um, her sister's mother-in-law has cancer mm. and she's very very sick and she probably would never have tried cbd or thc before being so sick and now like it's the only thing that helps her to have an appetite and yeah. feel like she can move i guess um so I guess just overall wellness, like regulating the body, I would say, with CBD. Okay. And then with THC, I would say same type of thing, but it definitely takes it to another level. And it's all about, like, experimentation, I think, because everyone's body is so different. It works differently on everyone. Some people are fine with a couple drops of CBD here and there, and they feel like, the same benefits that I feel from smoking every day. Mm. I think like it's kind of a tolerance thing and just like a personal uh, science thing, I guess. Yeah, it, it's different to everybody's chemistry, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, now, what is the best way? This episode is brought to you by Red Bike Delivery. This delivery service operates only using battery-powered, eco-friendly transportation. Red Bike Delivery is there for all your delivery needs, whether it's dinner for the family, flowers for your partner, or new houseplants for your new collection. Red Bike Delivery will gladly deliver those and everything in between. So what are you waiting for? Check out Red Bike Delivery on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Red Bike Delivery, because there's only one earth. To take it would be like gummies or like an oil or what, what would be the best way to consume it? To start out with, I would say an oil okay. or gummy, um, something that you can definitely know you're only getting a small amount. Because mm. um, I think one of the main things I hear that turns people off towards trying CBD or THC is that they consume too much and they get a 
terrible experience <laughs> and then they're like traumatized they don't want to try it again yeah and like yeah that's happened to everyone that's definitely happened to me too <laughs> but um <laughs> i feel like trying to make that just not happen and start with two milligrams even. yeah and then like once you're comfortable with that you can work up to five milligrams and then if you're comfortable with cbd then you could incorporate a little thc and i think like um the entourage effect of combining the two is amazing <laughs> um because like what one doesn't have maybe you feel a little bit more in the other mm. so it's definitely something to try uh but like i said it's all just experimentation what works best with your body and in what combination now i have a couple different questions but mm. i guess one of my questions is um you kind of got into the that business kind of early on it sounds like like as far as like the way it has gone here locally i mean just recently we've had different shops pop up and whatnot mm -hmm. how has things changed since you started i love this question <laughs> um yeah i feel like i've definitely been in at the right time okay which is probably one of the best things i can say about the business overall is just the right time to be doing it um, but so far what I've seen is that the industry is still so new, like mm. so young, um, more than people think, because you do see a lot of shops popping up that like you've never heard of before. Yeah. So it seems kind of like a little overwhelming almost. And like all the spaces are getting taken up and in some ways like they kind of are, mm. but also this I think is like round one of the industry and if you think about like the alcohol industry it probably took so long for things to work out to how they are now yeah and the brands that are popular now to actually be especially if you like go out of state anywhere like like i know if you go to virginia for instance th there's certain days that you cannot buy alcohol like right. on a sunday you yeah. can't buy alcohol or you have to go to like you can't just go to like a meyer or like a walmart and buy alcohol you have to go to an actual liquor store mm -hmm. and buy alcohol and those laws haven't changed. I'm sure they've been in place for a long time. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure, I'm sure with like the weed business, it'll eventually kind of evolve. Right. That's kind of what I think. And I think a lot of the industry kind of thinks that way. Yeah. Um, so overall to answer your question, I think that it's just still so new. It's hard to say, but what I've seen change the most is, um, unfortunately a lot of like local ownership has been, weeded out because the process to get a license now is mm. so difficult is um, it expensive How's it's it? very expensive okay and there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through just to even start the business really and you're so much in debt by the time you even are able to open your doors it's like what regular person really has that startup right. fund right i definitely don't so that's why we started with the events license it's the least financially straining license that we can get our hands on and get our foot in the door and just like kick that door open. Basically. So what's an events license? Like you just go to different, different events and you sell there. Like, is there a certain, like, do you have to meet a certain criteria as far as growing? Like, what is that? What um, is that like? So we actually don't touch the plant at all, which is why oh. it's one of the more simple license types to have. We can host events where we have the licensed retailers selling products at our events, and we can have consumers smoking products, eating edibles on site at our events. Um, mm. 
But even with the organizer license, we still have to get a license specifically for each event that people are going to be consuming or buying products at. So there's a lot of compliance that even we have to follow. I mean, I guess it's kind of like that with alcohol too. Yeah. Like if you rent out like a, like a hall, you have to get a, a liquor license. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that, just very new. So there's not much information really to go off of. It's kind of like trial and error. Right. <laughs> right. There's nothing put in place yet. You yeah. just kind of got to figure it out. Yeah. Wow. Now, do you know how many weed shops there are or, or the cannabis shops there are here in town? Oh gosh, in town, I'm not sure about the exact number, but I know that in the state of Michigan, there's a lot more licenses than people probably think that there are. Really? Um, There are hundreds and a lot of licenses are like transporter, people who transport the products from one license type to another, or people like myself who do the events, um, which like I said, is still kind of new. And because of COVID, it's kind of been like set back mm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but hopefully this year we're going to start to see a lot more cannabis events. Now, following you on social media, you're, it seems like you're always, always doing something. <laughs> what, we try to be. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what kind of things do you have going on personally with your, with your business? Um, so on 420, we have an event coming up. Um, you have to have something on 420, yeah, of right? Course, yeah. <laughs> it's a Wednesday, so we're doing the event virtually because I figure people are going to want to be home or be with their friends and get really high. So um, <laughs> basically, you can turn our event on in the background or okay. um, with your friends if they're not what, around. What's that event going to be? Uh, it's called Puff Puff Paradise. We're going to have live music and some local comedians. Oh. We try to feature a lot of local um collaborators okay. yeah talent and collaborators but also a lot of female mm. collaborators so most of our performers are going to be females local ish okay. michigan okay um and we also have like some flow artists and all types of different stuff we've been working on putting this together for months so i think it's going to be a great experience more than just like watching a regular show or event on TV. I think it's like kind of interactive. Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's a live performance yeah. essentially that you're watching. Yeah. We have like contests so people can win prizes and I don't know. We just tried to get creative with it, I guess. That's um, cool. To kind of be able to get everyone's vibe. Some people aren't into going to the in-person events, I feel like. So some people want to watch from their home. Yeah, especially when you're getting high, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might be kind of paranoid <laughs> yeah. to leave the house. Yeah. Um, now, what is, your business is called Ganja or Ganja? How do you say it? Ganja Girl. Ganja Girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is your plans for Ganja Girl? Well. As far as growing it and like plans for the future. Um, well, we definitely want to do more in Lansing. We have mm -hmm. no plans to leave anytime soon. Um, in addition to the events though, so we have more events coming up, um, besides 420. 420 is just our first one. Our first in-person event is going to be in July. In between that, we have a free event at the Avenue, um, on Michigan Ave. Mm. We're going to be doing a once a month takeover there where we have also live music and performers. So just kind of like our main events, but a little bit miniature size. Right. Um, what was your question? <laughs> Uh, what <laughs> are you high? No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, no, my question was, what's your plans for Ga- Ganja oh, yeah, Girl? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we have a lot of plans, I would say. Um, but in addition to the events, we want to get our products on the shelf so that people can buy our products while they're at our events and from the dispensaries that are in Lansing. Mm. So that is kind of what we're working on right now. So are you working on like collaborating with uh, some of these places in Lansing? Mm-hmm. Like like essentially like your they, they will sell your products? Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. And what kind of products do you offer? Um, it's a surprise. <laughs> but uh, in the past, as a caregiver, I offered everything. So it's kind everything. of hard to decide like what I want my first product mm. in the dispensary to be. It's I'm still kind of thinking on it, I guess. Okay. But something pink, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So um I gotta tell you about my my experience I had last year. My wife and I went to a, a concert and uh I won't tell you about her experience because I don't know if she wants me to tell it, but my experience. So we took these gummies and they were homemade from somebody. Oh, and no. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, I gave one to my brother on the 4th of July uh, and actually he had two of them. I thought he said he had two of them. And I'm like, well, he's smaller than me if he can handle two. And he seemed fine. Like he was, he was like, it didn't even phase me. And so at the concert, I'm like, he had two. If he can have two, I can have, I can have three. And so I took three. <laughs> And like an hour and a half later, I was off to the moon. Yeah. It was, oh my gosh, <laughs> one of the worst experiences I think I've ever had. I was high for three days. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was so bad. Like the next morning I woke up and I'm like, yeah, you got to drive. I can't drive. Yeah. <laughs> I was so paranoid. Well, yeah, I've unfortunately heard these stories before. <laughs> and it's happened to me too. Same thing at a concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. We had to leave the concert. It wasn't, wasn't good. Uh, no. Do you get those experiences quite often? No, not often. You I probably f- are pretty pretty well versed around like what you can handle now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But on my um Twitch show that I have once a week, this past week I had an edible baker and she kinda slumped me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But um yeah, definitely that doesn't happen to me too often. But I do get a lot of people telling me that and then I tell them what I was telling you earlier with like start with literally two milligrams yeah, as yeah. babyish as that might seem like that is what you should do. Yeah. And just then, eat the corner. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and don't get any homemade ones. Cause those are the ones that always knock you out. I yeah, feel like. yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not really like measured out or anything. Right. Yeah, Exactly. Um, now w- what is the process for like making gummies? Do you, can you measure the THC that you're putting in each gummy? Is that possible? Yeah, it is possible, but you have to kind of know, like, your starting amount, mm. I guess. Um, and then with the products that you get from the dispensary, they have to test them after they're made as well. Okay. So usually they're starting with a tested product um, and then counting what they're putting into each piece. And then they retest it again just to make sure that you know what you're getting. Oh. So that's why with people who don't eat edibles a lot, I'm like, go with the dispensary <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah. There was another time we took uh, an edible. It was like a, a muffin and it like seemed to enhance my awareness, uh, awareness rather mm-hmm. um, for like my surroundings. Mm-hmm. Like my buddy, he was not on edibles. He almost walked into traffic and I'm like, dude, there's a car coming. Like I was super aware of, of what was going on and he yeah. was not at all. It was interesting. Yeah. Maybe like 
with the different terpenes and stuff, which I know is kind of deep, but um, yeah, what's a terpene? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's the different flavors and effects that you get from the cannabis. Mm. So depending on if they have like um, different terpenes, you'll have different effects. Mm. So you might have gotten something with a little bit more of lifting, focused oh. feeling. Okay. Than the other edible that was maybe more like <laughs> sleep time. <laughs> Yeah, no, the the other edible that I ate, it literally was like, it, it was almost like, like when you watch a, like a movie or something and there's like a, like, like it's like zooming in, zooming out type, type activity. That's yeah. almost like what it was like. It was real strange. Like I couldn't focus on anything. Yeah. Like, I, like I'd turn and it was like, everything was, I don't know, jerking when I moved. It was weird. That is weird. Yeah. Usually when that happens to me, I just go to sleep right away. <laughs> <laughs> well I, I would go to sleep and then i'd have weird dreams and then wake up paranoid thinking like my wife is dying and then thinking i'm dying <laughs> so so messed up yeah oh wow um now have you gotten any pushback from anybody like as far as your business goes because obviously a lot of people find like the weed business or the cannabis business uh super controversial um i don't think it, it is i mean i think it's like anything else like alcohol i mean I think there's room for it and, you know, there's a, a way you, you can manage it. Yeah. Um, have you gotten any pushback from it? Um, no, not really. Uh, not so far, mm. I'll say. Since, like you said, it is regulated now and it's just kind of like any other business, at least in Michigan, yeah. it's seen that way. We've honestly been pretty smooth sailing um with anybody that i inquire with about events they're like oh cool a cannabis festival like the 420 fest and i'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that um so yeah it's been pretty good so far now is your targeted audience or uh, clientele mostly women and because obviously you said your your event is going to be kind of geared towards having women artists and whatnot is it targeting like women or females or do you try to get everybody? Um, we definitely, it's open to everyone. Okay. But um, it says on our website, and like this is just how the brand is, that we choose to uplift women. Mm. So anyone why, why did is you welcome to come. Because you're a woman? No, just because like in my experience, um, which is, yeah, 28 years of experience, <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen enough, um, I don't know, like, uplifting and highlighting and safe spaces for women to just be where mm. there's not even like at shows and concerts like men are so can be so aggressive i guess and i just don't want any of that so it's like unless it's like a katie perry or something yeah concert, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> taylor right. swift or something yeah um so basically my thought is just <clears throat> Anyone can come as long as we're all on the same page, that we're respectful towards each other. Like, we don't think women are better or anything like that, but it's just, like, here we're choosing to showcase their awesome abilities mm. and talents. That's awesome. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, now, you have a website and everything, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, can people order your products? Uh, our merchandise, our t-shirts and hats and okay. glassware can okay. be uh, purchased on our website, which is ganjagirlmi.com. Mm. 
and we also have our events listed on there as well cool mm-hmm. cool um yeah i don't know where else to go with all that <laughs> <laughs> uh tell me a little bit more about yourself we haven't really been going all that long so um i feel like we've talked a lot about the weed business tell me a little bit about yourself oh gosh um you're from Hazlitt. What kind yes. of hobbies do you have other than, I mean, because being an entrepreneur, I'm sure you're busy this all the time. This is my life. Yeah, it's, you're probably constantly thinking about it. Like, I, I kind of know because it's I- It's hard to like, shut it off. Like, doing the podcast, like, I'm, like, upstairs watching a show with my family and, I'm like, thinking about, like, well, how can I do things differently? Yeah. Always. Yeah. Is it like that for you? Yeah, but, um, I, it's just me mm. and my dogs. Oh, how many dogs so, do you have? I have four dogs. <sighs> This is actually probably a great topic. <laughs> People are always like, what's four dogs? Uh, yeah, they're all different breeds. Basically, just a pack that I inherited one at a time. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, That's got to be expensive. It is. Are they, are they big dogs? One's big. He's a German Shepherd. Okay. He's the biggest one, and he's the youngest one. He's wow. a big German Shepherd, though. He's, like, probably just over 100 pounds. And I have a German Shepherd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She's not 100 pounds, though. But They're a lot of work. Yeah. A lot. He's like having three dogs because he <laughs> wants to play fetch all mm-hmm. the time, nonstop. Especially being a puppy, right? He's almost five, but he yeah. acts like a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Never grows up. Just obsessed <laughs> with the tennis ball. Um, but the other dogs, one... The other ones are pretty small. One's a wiener dog. Oh, okay. He's like, we call him a brat dog because he's <laughs> like an XL wiener dog. Oh, okay. Is <laughs> he fat? He's just thick. He's thick. <laughs> <laughs> he's bigger boned than any other wiener dog I've ever seen. Wow. Um, and then I have a pug mixed with a Boston Terrier. Mm. So she's just a little snorty one. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is um, like a border collie mix. Okay. And he also loves to play ball. Oh, so he just kind of follows the German Shepherd around. That's cool. Wanting to get the ball from him. That's got to be crazy. Crazy. You have a crazy house. Yeah, it's crazy. I think I like chaos a little bit. Do Organized you? chaos yeah. is what I like. Do you thrive say. in it? Yes. Yeah. Makes yeah. makes you better, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't think I'm ready to have kids yet okay. because of the business, because okay. I'm just so obsessed. Yeah. I don't have time, and I don't think it'd be fair. Like, I don't. <clears throat> I couldn't focus really on anything else. Um, I'd have to choose one or the other. Yeah. But having the dogs is like a great way to not be alone, <laughs> I guess. Are you <laughs> married some... or have kids or not kids, uh, a fiance or anything? No, no. no. Nothing. Nope. No. Just married to the business. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, now, you did say that you wanted to uh, work mainly here in Lansing. Do you have any goals as far as, like, expanding the business, like, elsewhere outside of Lansing? Yeah, I think so. It's just Lansing is – I love Lansing. It seems so – love Lansing, like, cheesy or whatever. Yeah, what do, you, what do you love about Lansing? I don't know. When I, I've been a lot of other places. I, I try to travel a lot. I lived in Costa Rica for, wow. like, half a year. Mm. Um, and I traveled around Central America when I was there. I lived in Florida for a bit. Where'd you live in Florida? Uh, Boca. Boca Raton? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm from uh, West Palm Beach. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, West Palm Beach area. Yeah. Uh, Lake Worth is where I was born. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I um, went to Florida Atlantic for like two weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. No? I came back to MSU. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
where was I going with that? Yeah, I've been around to other places, but I don't know. I guess I love the people. I love the mix of people in Lansing. I think it's a good mix of like old and young and different, I don't know, shades of people and interests, but yet we all kind of have like the same care for Lansing. Mm. I don't know. It's just like... (laughs) My home, I guess. Anyone I, would say that about their home. I think one thing I like about Lansing, I, I talk about it all the time because I have like other artists and stuff on the podcast mm-hmm. and everybody's super supportive of everybody. Yes. E- yeah. Same with like like local business owners. Like they all support each other. Mm-hmm. Even if they, they do the same thing, they're supportive. Yeah. Because if one does good, then the other does good. And I think it's super awesome to see. Um, and that's one thing like I like about Lansing because like, it's, I think it's so easy to get wrapped up in the competitive side of things and like feeling like, you know, oh, that person might be stealing my customers or, or my, I guess my audience or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's not like that here. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, yeah. I never really, everyone's so let's work together. Yeah. Every single person I meet. So I guess that's why I love it so much. Everyone's been so supportive of me since I've been doing this. And like you said, it is weed so people could be like oh what are you doing yeah you know but everyone's like this is awesome like we're so proud of you and it's probably because everybody smokes weed secretly probably definitely (laughs) in lansing i think they do (laughs) that's another reason why i love it here but yeah um, (laughs) bunch of stoners (laughs) yes exactly but um yeah i don't know i love the different i love rio town it's kind of hippie right yeah yeah i live kind of over there oh do you okay on yeah, the south side. Yeah, it's kind of hippie over there. Yeah. I like it. It's I interesting. Yeah, it's like I a different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Lansing has a lot of potential, and people are actually making moves towards it instead yeah. of it just, like, sitting here and yeah. nothing really happening. I think it's because, like, a lot of the younger people are kind of coming up now, and they're like, Lansing is a boring place, yes. and we need to do something to change it. And so people are starting their businesses, and they're, you know, like, Rio Town's completely changed. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I think it used to be kind of ghetto, Yeah. right? Like, you didn't want to go down there. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, dangerous. <laughs> um, but now it's, like, kind of turned, and it's, like, this hippie like there's coffee shops you can go down there and yeah there's art, um, art yeah yeah like there's murals all over town now right. like it's it's real interesting it it's is kind of cool it's cool yeah it's like gives you some pride to be from lansing yeah I feel like yeah. yeah so i guess that's why i love it and and i think it also has something to do with it lansing being so small like it it is a big city but there it's still like so small like to to the point where like we probably know like 50 of the same people yeah for sure you know like we didn't know each other but we know people that know us yeah you know so it's it's small Mm -hmm. yeah i like that too once you know a few people you know everyone yeah essentially (laughs) it's not necessarily a great thing (laughs) (laughs) well i feel like if i'm gonna be in michigan this is where i'm gonna be at i also like that it's in between detroit and grand rapids Mm, yeah so it's kind of like locationally a good convenient spot for me yeah um i try to go visit other cannabis operations and stuff like that around the state so it's a good spot to be for meetings and yeah i think uh lansing when i think of lansing i think of like potential because Mm -hmm. like if you go to like grand rapids or like detroit even like it's so big and a lot of the same a lot of people are doing like like probably what you're doing and and it makes competition harder. Mm -hmm. But if you come to Lansing, it's not as big. And so it's easier to start a business and kind of grow from there. 
Whereas like in Detroit or Grand Rapids, it's competitive right from the start. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Grand Rapids is definitely further along, I feel like, <clears throat> with just everything. everything they have going on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's because they got money. They got a lot of money yeah, there. Yeah, they definitely do. I love going to Grand Rapids. I like visiting, but I wouldn't want to live there. It's just it's too much. Not my vibe. No. Yeah. No, you have to be like inner city type type of person. Yeah. Yeah. Even downtown Lansing, when I go downtown Lansing and I go up like I was on the top floor of a building the other day and I'm like, wow, this is Lansing. This looks so nice. Really? Yeah. What building? Um, you know, the one on the corner of Washington and Michigan Ave where there's mm. the bank. Okay. Um, I can't remember which bank it is, but at the top of that building. It is such a great view. It made me want to get a Ganja Girl office downtown Lansing. <laughs> you should. You definitely yeah, should. Do I you know. have an office? My house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely should. Eventually, I'd like to have a podcast studio downtown somewhere. I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, too. Downtown Lansing is on the come up for sure. It's cool that I heard there's going to be some new music venues there. Yeah. That's interesting to me as an event organizer so are you do you play any instruments or do any music uh kind of so i did play piano as a kid my oh. parents forced me to <laughs> take <laughs> lessons and i hated every really? moment of it but now i'm glad because i know how to read music and, okay you know have a general sense of rhythm i guess so yeah. i'm grateful for it but um recently within the last two years i started learning how to mix music like as a dj oh and that has gone farther than I thought it would, to be honest. I just kind of did it as like a hobby for fun. Yeah. And now I've actually played some shows and stuff. Wow. So have you um, met Chiku? Do you know who Chiku is? No. He's a uh, he was on the podcast before, but he's a DJ. Oh, yeah. And um, he does like a lot of like, I think like techno type like EDM, like mixes of other people's music. Mm hmm. I don't know. I don't I'll have to look him up. Yeah, you look him up. Yeah, he's in Lansing also. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah, he's he actually went. Actually, he goes to MSU. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I didn't realize that DJing was like kind of its own thing. Like you think of like an like a DJ, like you think of somebody just playing music, right, at a wedding or something. Yeah. Yeah. But DJ can be like being a DJ could be way more than it's that. Completely different. Yeah. When we yeah. go to like the bar or the club, even we see people who have their computers and they're just kind of like playing their Spotify playlist, which is fine because yeah. that's what they're hired to do, like a wedding DJ. Um, but when we DJ, it's like so intense. <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny, but it is definitely its own thing. Yeah. And it kind of mixes in with producing music also, which is so difficult and is going to take so long for me to even be decent enough to release something that I think sounds <laughs> worth hearing. But um, yeah, that's like the next step for me in that hobby, I guess, would be producing music. Now, do you have your own equipment for, for DJing? A little bit, yeah. Like a soundboard or? Yeah, nothing super fancy. Okay. But, um, it's pretty nice, I guess. We also bought some really nice um, speakers and subwoofers for the business. Um, mm. We had like a... Uh, $10 music show every Friday last summer. And then we used all the money to buy some huge subwoofers. So cool. now we have a little equipment, um, but nothing super crazy. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, when you mentioned uh, music venues downtown, what music venues are coming? I mean, I know that there, there's like a, there's gonna be like a place where they can, I think, host concerts and stuff downtown. Yeah. That's but, what I heard. I'm not okay. too sure. I think there can be up to 2,000 people. I've heard more details from people through the grapevine, like, mm. hey, you need to have something here. I heard they can have 2,000 people. <laughs> That's a good idea. I know, but <laughs> I don't know exactly um, what the name uh, of it is or anything like that, but it'll be interesting. I'm definitely going to be there checking it out, I feel like, once they <laughs> open <laughs> Yeah, Lansing definitely needs some sort of venue for more things like that. More live music, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, I mean, I love going to concerts and stuff. Me too. Yeah, absolutely love it. It seems like I have to drive to Grand Rapids or mm. Detroit, basically, yeah. every time I want to go to a show. Yeah. It's one or the other, but it would be cool to have something in Lansing. Yeah, absolutely. And why don't we have something? It's Lansing, know, the capital city. It makes no <laughs> sense. No, none. Yeah, that was something that um my wife and I would always have to because we we go to concerts all the time, but we also go to like comedy shows too. Yeah, and like they don't have any comedy shows here. I mean, they have the comedy club, the the um what's it called? Funny is funny, mm-hmm. um comedy club mm-hmm. on the west side, but that's just like recent. Like he yeah. just opened that up not yeah. too long ago. But before that, it's like we've had to go to see like bigger bigger comedians. We'd have to go to like the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio, which is like four hours away, mm-hmm. or go to the the Bob in Grand Rapids because yeah. they had a comedy club there mm-hmm. that closed down. Um, and they would have pretty big comedians too. But yeah, it's super frustrating that Lansing doesn't have those type of venues. It is, yeah. Like you said, though, I feel like the younger people, like the millennial generation, if you will, is kind of like bringing that back, I guess, because, uh, yeah, with that new place on the west side, the comedy club. But also uh, on our 420 live stream, we have two local comedians, and they are so funny. Who, who I, are the comedians? Um, So one is Nicole Melnick. She is Lansing's funniest comedian. Mm. She was on laugh fest like a few weeks ago okay. and then we had her we like pre-recorded a segment with her for our stream oh cool and then um my friend elena bamfield she is the one who brought this other girl nicole but they were both so hilarious i did not expect i guess yeah because lansing is kind of blah yeah <laughs> sometimes yeah. i was not expecting them to be so good and we had them for like a little private ganja girl comedy show and they were so funny they gave us some um, dates that they're doing more, and we've gone to see oh, them cool. again, and it was really good. That is cool. And where yeah. do they perform? At? Do they perform here in town? Or yeah, um, so they have a thing every Thursday at Beggars Banquet in East oh, Lansing, okay. and like a comedy show. Yeah. Oh. They have maybe quite a few stand-up uh, acts. I would say like maybe twenty different people each Thursday. I think it's probably at like six or seven. I don't know. Beggar's Banquet in East Lansing. And they are so funny. They're just like super local people. um, And have you ever thought about doing comedy? College kids. (laughs) (laughs) Barely. (laughs) Not really. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I would be that funny. I'd have to be super high. I think (laughs) that everything I said would be funny. That's funny. That's funny because you might think it's funny. Yeah. They might not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> People just be laughing at me, laughing at myself. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. 
Um, yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that. Uh, we were talking about venues and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just had um a Fox a lady from Fox forty seven in uh the other yesterday, and uh she was talking about these. Uh, there's four different um cannabis places here in town that are, are just now allowing um or a they're, they're a lounge they're gonna have lounges and they're gonna have like i think where they serve like coffee and like there's gonna be like a store and all kinds of different things do you know anything anything about that a little bit yeah um <laughs> in the nicest way possible <laughs> lansing the city of lansing in my opinion has um allowed for a lot of the licenses because there's a limited amount of licenses there can only be four lounges or like 15 adult use dispensaries Mm -hmm. or whatever the number is um there can only be that many in the city of lansing and then once you reach that number it's done so as a local license holder and i've seen the process from start till now it seems unfortunate that a lot of the licenses that are all given away are all to like corporate names yeah that hold a lot of licenses in other cities and probably other states as well so that's um i guess i have a different viewpoint than other people a lot of some of those um consumption lounges were to like some of those larger corporate names so okay i will be at I will check them out. Yeah. Because um, I think, you know, it's awesome that there's going to be coffee and weed. It is really awesome. But I just would like to have seen like more local or just smaller names, community names, I yeah. guess, holding yeah. licenses. So um, not to be a Debbie Downer, but that's I, my I mean, take on it. I think, unfortunately, it's kind of like that with a lot of businesses. It's yeah. not just, you know, the the weed industry or whatever. I mean, it's the same way with the, like the auto industry and all the like Amazon, you mm-hmm. know, these people are getting tax breaks to come here and open up business, start businesses. Right. So it, it's kind of good for the community in one aspect, but then in other aspects, it's not so great for like the local business owners. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I guess I don't have a, I don't have any opinion opinions on it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than like, I have seen like what you had mentioned, some of these bigger businesses from out of state coming here. Like I personally met the CFO of, um, Skyman. Okay. Um, I was at a restaurant and she was there at the bar and like, we just started talking and come to find out she's from Boston and it was before they started opening their stores here Mm -hmm. and there, she was coming here to open those. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, they have like this, you know, a couple stores here now, and then I think they're opening like a, a warehouse type thing too, right? Or do they, do you not know? Uh, I'm not sure. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> they, have, <laughs> they have a lot of locations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I I agree with you. I think it's cool that we're gonna have these lounges in Lansing, and it's different. It gives Lansing some flavor. It gives other people from different parts of Michigan a reason to come to Lansing and spend money, and maybe they will support the other local surrounding businesses. So there's definitely pros and cons. Um, I'm excited to check it out. I just wish there was like one super local lounge. I think that would be cool. I think it would take a lot of money, right? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. For sure. 
it's hard because with the lounge license, you kind of have to be connected to a dispensary because how else are you going to really get the products there? Right. So, yeah, you would have to grow it. Yeah, right? yeah. And I don't think people can bring outside products, um, like their own products, into the lounge. Okay. So, yeah. It's just a lot of rules and regulations. Yeah. I feel like that make it hard for everyone to get in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have anything more to say about that? About the the weed industry? Mm. Not much. No, <laughs> not, not much. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We we've been going for forty three minutes, forty four now. Yeah. Um, do you want like fifteen more minutes? We can if you want. I mean, okay. what do you do? You have anything else you want to say or talk about? Um, I mean, I feel like I'm like not on my like full. Like I'm not offering my full potential for the podcast. I don't know why. I kind of feel <laughs> off. I have and days I, like that sometimes. And I don't know if it's because I'm tired. I'm sorry. No, I, no, I apologize. Okay. Um, I hate it when I'm like when I'm tired and I'm like trying to think and uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um, I guess I have one other thing I can add. Um, about our events. Uh, so basically, when I got the events license, it was December of last year, and I didn't really know what to expect, I guess. Like, I, I knew, but I didn't really know all what I was getting myself <laughs> into, because as soon as we got the events license, it's like, you have to, any um, cannabis event you want to have, you have to submit all your finalized plans and everything 90 days before the event. So, like, three months before we want to do anything, we have to be ready to go for it. Wow. Um. So, that has been a learning curve, I would say. So, you have but to have everything planned out. Like, in really a planned out. Wow. Yeah. And submit to the city and the state for their approval. Wow. And, like, the police department has to, you know, review it and all our security plan, uh, for example. And so, it's a lot of work. Um. And we kind of just threw ourselves into that um, this year. Mm. So we have the events license. It's good for one year. So me, I'm like, I'm going to make the most of this one year because. Who knows what could happen yeah, after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The laws could change. Who knows? Um, so <laughs> basically the last 90 days, we've just been the first 90 days of the year. We've been just at it like nonstop planning for these events um when we were trying to think of themes and like how are we going to get people interested how are we going to stand out from the other events companies um basically we had the idea to connect all of the events in some way so we came up with the theme of all the different elements um air water fire and earth so our first event puff puff paradise the 421 is air themed so everything is like cloudy and uh, windy and airy, I guess. Uh, we tried to incorporate like um, the actual characteristics of air signs like in astrology. Um, and then our first in-person event, Submerged, is going to be water themed. So since that one's going to be in the summer, I feel like... It's going to be like a bong, like a water bong. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely are going to have a lot of those. <laughs> I 
just a huge bond. That would be awesome. Um, We're thinking more like um, underwater sea creature type Mm. vibe and mermaids. Okay. So that's kind of our vibe for that one. And then Halloween is going to be the fire themed event. Um, It's going to be called Masquerade Inferno. And we're trying to make that one kind of spooky, but also the masquerade idea is fun. Yeah. I think I've never really been to a masquerade and I've always wanted to go. Yeah. So that's that w- why. That would be fun, I think. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Um, And it's Halloween weekend, so it's just more okay. spooky, I guess. Yeah. Um, And then our final event of the year is going to be called Half-Baked. And that one is Earth-themed. So it's kind of like returning back to the Earth, you know, peaceful again. And that one, where the other ones are kind of like a lot of smoking, yeah, bongs and stuff. um, The last one is going to be all focused on edibles and um, like food. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, micro-dose edibles. (laughs) (laughs) Now... When you were planning that, how did you come up with that? Because that seems pretty thought out. Did you you had you had to take a lot of time to think about that? I'm sure. We have an event planning committee, so okay. there's like seven of us that um, I feel were invested enough in the brand and like saw my vision enough to help me come up with ideas. Yeah. And so we meet once a month um, virtually, and we just talk about our ideas for each event and. Yeah, we talked about the themes a lot. Um, now, are all these events online, or are they going to be at locations? All of them are in person besides the 421. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 420, and you can just kind of like kind of see what we do, what's yeah. our vibe, and then if you like it, you can come for... Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. So, mm-hmm. where are the other locations going to be? Um, most will be in Lansing. Um, Do you have like a certain venue or are you still working on that? Um, the first one I think we have figured out, but I don't know if I can say okay. publicly yet, okay. um, but soon. And then the other, we want to have the Halloween one potentially on the east side of the state because we have a lot of uh, people who come to our events from Detroit or like okay. the Detroit suburb area. So it'd be nice to go to them for once instead of them always having to come to Lansing because Lansing's cool, but kind of limited. Yeah. Yeah. Why not travel? Yeah. We want to work with other people too. So it'd be cool to work with like all the local Detroit businesses and switch it up. Right. Right. Um, Because we're definitely committed to working with local brands, businesses, the smaller guys, if you will, or just like the more equitable brands, I guess. Cool. That's cool. Um, and then you're going to have live performances and all that at, at all of at them. all of them. Yes. The last event, the half baked one, the one with the edibles is going to be like a formal dining experience. So oh. we're going to have a catering company do a full plant based meal and plant based. Yes. Cause it's earth themed. Are you, are you vegetarian or vegan? Yeah, I am. You are? Which mm-hmm. one? Vegan. Vegan? Yeah. Why, why do you choose to be vegan? Um, do you do it for um for like animal th- cruelty purposes or just for health purposes? Animal cruelty, I would say. Uh, okay. I don't think that at this point I could get past it in my mind. Like I'm eating steak. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I could like process that. Um, unless I had to. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I, I'm not like super strict about it now because uh, over the last year I've been eating gluten free. So since mm. I started doing that, it's made me have to like eat eggs and stuff like that sometimes. So the vegan is less strict. Well, I you, guess, can you eat me. eggs if you're a vegan? I mean, technically, it's I don't it's I don't know what they qualify as. It's not dairy. No, it's not. So. I guess it's just a and it's personal not, and it's not an animal decision. Right. Eating. Right. I mean, it's from an animal, but yeah, cause it's an animal prop. I don't know. I'm not really sure, but the eggs are super healthy for you. I know they're, yeah, there's <laughs> good, good protein. And yeah. So yeah, I'm not like a super strict vegan, but I do try to eat uh, healthy, I guess. And yeah. more plant-based for sure. Um, but. So you're going to have a plant-based dinner. At the, yes. the at the four tw- or the um not four twenty the uh November the that one will baked. be in November yes okay and um we are going <clears throat> to is it like a suit and tie event not necessarily I mean you can if you want to yeah but you could also just be wearing your regular stoner clothes I feel <laughs> like and that would be fine um but there was something else I was gonna say about that one about the half baked yeah. It's in November. It's going to have a um, plant-based dinner or meal. We're also uh, on the live music thing. Going to have a live jazz oh. band for that. So we're having I don't know five or six different musicians come. And are they all local? Local yeah. from Lansing? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I think one's um, actually still a student at MSU. Oh, okay. So in the music program. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because I think live instruments are just so cool. And then while you're eating, it's even better. And edibles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you think this is something that's viable as a business, like for long-term purposes? Like, obviously you can't really plan the future because you don't know if you'll get the licenses and whatnot, or if they, they, you know, they could change things. For sure. But is there like a, a demand for this? Like, as far as like the way you do things? I think so, because uh, the way we try to do it is we try to do larger events, like festival Mm. type events. So I think there's definitely a demand for cannabis and music festivals. Definitely. All over the country. And um, on the topic of expanding, I guess, out of Michigan, I would like to have events outside of Michigan at some point, but Michigan is just my first stop. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I'm hoping that you're able to grow it to where you can have it out, you know, at other festivals outside of the, the state and yeah. whatnot. Um, because I'm sure there is a huge demand for it. I think so too. Yeah. With the smaller events, I mean, it's cool to have that like more intimate experience, but the amount of work that you have to put in to get the license is not, mm. in my opinion, not worth it. And yeah. all the work, all the money, all the planning <laughs> for like 50 people. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, <laughs> like, I'm talking like times that by at least 10. And have you tried uh, targeting like the college students in town, like that, that market or is that not really not, something that w- is real viable? Not really. I haven't yet tried targeting them, I guess, because I'm just so trying to remain 
uh, on the right side of compliance. Like everyone must be 21. Mm. So I feel like going towards the college students is kind Do you of have to be hit or miss. You have to be 21 to buy, to buy weed, right? Yeah, you have to be 21. And uh, since we're technically an adult use license, um, with medical, you could be 18 if you had your card. But okay. We can't work with anyone 21, under 21 at all. Oh, okay. So I just kind of look away from <laughs> the college students. I'm yeah. like, nope, if you look like you might be 21, I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, I'm I'm super excited to, to hear about where your events go, and I hope everything turns out really well. Thank I'm, you. I'm sure that you're nervous. You haven't had your first event yet, right? Correct. So it's just been like, planning just and planning stressing. and stressing and yeah. trying to get everything organized i'm sure it's ex- extremely stressful because putting anything together is stressful it is and especially like with an event there's always things you can't control like the weather or mm-hmm. just yeah. you know acts of god basically you yeah. never know what's COVID. gonna happen <laughs> yeah no exactly <laughs> so it's definitely stressful yeah yeah Well, I hope everything turns out. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thanks Um, for having me. Yeah, yeah. It's been kind of interesting talking. And again, I am sorry that I'm not up to par on (laughs) my podcast abilities today. I don't know what it is. No, I think it was fine. I think the conversation was easy. It was easy to talk to. Yeah, yeah. I try to make it easy. I don't want it to be like, I don't want to be a difficult person. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) too serious. No, no. (laughs) Uh, maybe I should have been high. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, um, I'm high for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug or say before we wrap this this up? Um, I'll just mention our website again, which is ganjagirlmi.com. Our Instagram is ganjagirlofficial. And you can find everything about our events, merch, future products on our website or social media. Awesome. And uh, all of that will be in the show notes. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Thank you. 